It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to Buckeyes Tomorrow Morning for Thursday, April 13th. I'm your host, Tom Moore. The Indiana game is in 143 days. The game against Michigan in 227 days. The spring game in two days. And Kevin Noon, the spring game. Oh, boy. We have some news. It is not great news. It's not atrocious news, but it's not great news. Uh, one of the two guys battling for the starting quarterback job is not going to be playing on Saturday. That was uh, quite a bombshell from Ryan Day on Wednesday. Yeah, he just kind of fit it right in early in the press conference. And like Devin Brown uh, had a small procedure on his throwing hand, will not be able to go for the uh, spring game. So we kind of know who's going to be the main guy, and that'll be uh, Kyle McCord. We'll see some Tristan Jebbia. Remember, no Lincoln Keenholz as he is still in South Dakota playing basketball. Do you know ice fishing? Whatever they do in South Dakota, I'm not sure. Mocking North Dakota, um, but Devin Brown did go on to social media, onto Twitter, and said this is just a minor speed bump, and he's more determined than ever. Uh, doesn't sound like it's going to be anything long term. Unfortunately, he will not be at the, he will not be throwing at the spring game. Yeah, and that was kind of how Ryan Day framed it as well, where you're missing a couple practices at the end of spring. No indication this is something that's going to last and linger and, you know, push into fall camp or anything like that. He should be able to be back throwing this summer. Plenty of time to prep for fall camp. And, you know, while it's certainly disappointing for Ohio State fans, it's disappointing, I think, for us, to, you know, because it was a good, a good kind of apples-to-apples com, uh, comparison of the two quarterbacks in the same situation, repping with the ones, repping with the twos, all that kind of stuff. You know, in the big picture, this is not a huge setback for Devin Brown because – you know, you, you, this is the only chance fans have to see him this spring. This is one of a handful of chances we get a chance to see him this spring. The coaches have had 11, 12 practices worth of film to, to grade off of all that. So, you know, this is not the end of the world, but it does feel, you know, it feels like this is more of a bummer for Ohio State fans than it is maybe for, you know, going to have a real significant impact on the outcome of this quarterback battle. Yeah, I think that if you had your choice, Miss practices one, two, and three rather than 12, 13, 14, whatever, what have you. So, uh, yeah, I think there are a lot of people nationally who were ready to tune into the spring game on, uh, on Big Ten Network, uh, go to Ohio Stadium and check this out and get a chance to see this, you know, this guy wearing number 33. I mean, does he look like Sammy Baugh out there <laughs> slinging the ball around? Well, we're not going to get to see that at this point. You know, we did have the opportunity to see him inside the Woody Hayes facility a couple of times during scrimmages, but we know that the spring game, at least in terms of the pomp and circumstance and the, and, you know, the bright lights, et cetera, et cetera, is a lot different than 
inside with the bad lighting at the Woody and everything else, but uh, it does, again, it doesn't sound like it's anything long-term. It doesn't sound like it's going to really be a huge hiccup in the determinations, but you know, if, you, if, you're, if you're Kyle McCord, you're going to have to sit there and use every bit of this opportunity to try and put some distance between you and this young upstart. Yeah, and it does feel like this is a game where, you know, if you ask anyone, what, what does the spring game mean? You know, do, does this get graded a little more than the average practice? Because you're seeing guys do it in front of, you know, you've got to do it in front of 50,000 fans or whatever the number ends up being on Saturday. And on TV, as opposed to you're doing it just in front of your teammates, and you know there's a little added pressure with, you know, your your family's there, I'm sure, and you you know all that kind of stuff, and you get these sort of like varying answers depending on how you ask the question. You know, it, the spring game is the spring game, and it's just one of 15 practices. Or, well, you want to see how these guys perform when the lights are on. But also, you you hear, you know, well, you go back over history, and there are guys who have done great in the spring game, and then it didn't translate to the fall, and there are guys who've done terribly in the spring game. And then they did great in the fall. So hey, I don't know quite how much to read into this, but it doesn't feel like this is, you know, th th this is a minor setback. And, you know, the way Ryan Day described the injury, it was kind of vague, as Ohio State tends to be in these types of situations. But it sounded like it was just kind of a minor surgical procedure on his throwing hand, which, you know, I mean, Tony, Tony Gerdeman kind of brought up the parallels to Joe Burrow breaking his hand, hitting a helmet uh, in fall camp in 2017. We don't know the specifics, but it doesn't, you know, this does not sound like whatever this is, it's going to be anything that's going to be a, a real impact on the fall. Yeah, Ryan Day said he will be throwing this summer, mm -hmm. so that's, it's, it's not like his hand fell off mm -hmm. or anything like that. Well, you know, he hit a helmet with his hand, something, you know, something funky <laughs> happened or whatever, but it, it is not going to be a long-term thing. I think this also does give an excuse to come out of spring and say, can't name a quarterback. We didn't get Devin Brown to finish the spring. How how do we know? How are we sure of what happened at this point? So I think all the hopes of, of having that done officially, which I always thought were a long shot to begin with, I think the shot is even longer now. And I'm not saying anybody went out there with uh, malice in their hearts and, and sat there and, 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 and made this the case. But it's going to be a close battle. It's going to be something I think it's going to carry into, into the fall. Just from what we've seen, I, don't, I think it would be too close to call in my mind. You know, going back to last Friday, we got to watch them. And there was not one guy. There were individual plays, but there was not one guy who was consistently better than others. I, I go back to the 2019 spring where it was, you know, Justin Fields versus Gunnar Hoke. And, you know, everyone's sort of giving you the party line that, well, it's an open quarterback competition. It was like, is it? Because I don't, I don't think that's really probably true. And then Justin Fields did not have a great spring game. I mean, he, he probably falls under that camp with Ryan Day of guys who didn't have a great spring game and then played great in the fall. He was in that one. I just went back and we talked about this on the morning show with Ross yesterday, 4 of 13 for 132 yards and one touchdown. And 98 yards in one of those completions and that touchdown was on one play. And so other than that, it was kind of a disaster statistically for him. But as Tony uh, Gerderman pointed out on the Buckeye Weekly episode we did on uh, Wednesday, a lot of those were balls that hit receivers in the hands. So you look at it and statistically it looked like a disaster. And realistically, well, he was not, not as bad as it felt. And then you saw what happened in the fall and he was incredible that fall. So, you know, you don't want to read too much in this spring game. I guess the, the question, that, the interesting question to me is, is there anything Kyle McCord could do on Saturday to win the job outright and have Ryan Day after the game say, that's it, we have our man? I don't think so. I, don't, I, mean, I think he could go 
think he'd go 25 of 25 and have five touchdowns and and show the ability to run and nobody gets close enough to him to get the halos the halo tackles since you're not hitting quarterbacks i really don't think that there is going to be anything there just because of the fact that a Devin Brown isn't going to be able to compete against them. And B, I think that things are so close. And when you're looking at one out of 15 practices, and we've been able to see two full practices and bits of two others, but we haven't seen all, all the 14 previous practices, you know, you don't know what happens at that point. So I think it's, I think there's still too much there that we're not going to get to that completion point. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Yeah, and so that's that kind of handles the quarterback position. There's a whole bunch to talk about with the offensive line. We're going to talk about that with Tony on tomorrow's show because that was kind of the other big storyline, and that's a whole show in and of itself. I did want to go through just sort of some of the specifics on on, uh, on Saturday for folks who are maybe thinking about coming into town. There are still tickets available. They said on Wednesday there are about 50,000 tickets sold. So, you know, it, it's going to be a solid crowd. But there's still, you know, that is a mid-90s Ohio State spring game crowd where everyone was blown away that Ohio State was getting 50,000 people for a spring game. And it is going to be a gorgeous day in Columbus on Saturday. So if you were thinking about it, if you have, uh, if you have little kids uh, and have not taken them to an Ohio State game, it is a great way to do it on a very low price point. Parking is free. Uh, get there early. Hang out. Walk around campus. It's going to be a gorgeous, gorgeous day. Tickets are 7 bucks. It's general admission. So with everything uh, on the spring game, here's my little pro tip for you. The earlier you get there, the better your experience is going to be. You, get, you want to get there at 8 in the morning. You can park right next to the stadium practically. The only lot that's uh, reserved is the West Stadium lot, so like between the stadium and the Olentangy River. Everything else, you want to park right next to the stadium or in the uh, Tuttle Garage next to the stadium. Where no, us, no, don't park in the Tuttle us, Garage. That's, us, yeah, yeah. Where, where us media pros get to park during the, uh, during the uh, fall. I can tell you it is a delightful experience, but you, if you want to get that on Saturday, you got to get there early. So uh, get there early, get in the stadium when gates open, I think two hours before the game, I believe, uh, and you can pick out whatever seat you want in the house other than, like, the club sections. So if you, uh, if you have little kids and want to take them to an Ohio State football something this year, this is a great way to do it. Uh, I took little, little, little kids to the Ohio State spring game uh, when my daughter was you know, five and my son was two or three, something like that, uh, a few years ago before I was working it. And uh, it is a, a very great, easy way to uh, do it. And uh, so if you were thinking about it, I would highly recommend it. Uh, one thing I would not recommend is trying to get into campus uh, from the sort of uh, the... Um, John Herrick. Yeah, the John Herrick Bridge and Cannon Drive, kind of down by the Drake Union, down by the towers, the southwest corner of the stadium. 
do not want. You should avoid those. That is all uh, closed right now because of construction. They're tearing down the Drake Union, the old Drake Union, kind of on the banks of the Olentangy. They're tearing that down. So that's all closed for construction right now. So if you are coming to the game, number one, get there early. Number two, get off at like the Lane Avenue exit, the Ackerman exit, something like that, or come in on High Street and go, you know, go across kind of the north side of campus. Uh, anything on the southwest corner, you're going to just want to avoid all of that. So that will make your trip a little easier, a little more pleasant. So, uh, and I'm going to guess they're going to have uh, that sort of information. If you want a map, you should be able to find that at OhioStateBuckeyes.com as well. So uh, anything else you would want to add on the spring game? We've kind of hit on a couple of different points, but anything else that you think it's important to hit on? One thing that I looked up while you guys were doing uh, Buckeye Weekly Live was People were asking about C.J. Stroud's numbers, and Stroud's mm. numbers in the spring game were actually better his first year than his second year. But in both games, he was very sharp. He had one touchdown in the 22 game, two in the 21 game. But he was consistently in that 16 to 22 type of range or whatever. So I found that very interesting, just going back to Ohio State's last starter and how he performed during this control scrimmage. Yeah, and you know I think with, with Kyle McCord, you kind of have to evaluate the uh, – you know, some some of that performance is going to be based on the offensive line. Some of that performance is going to be based on, you know, hey, no Julian Fleming, no Mecca Abuka. So that's an opportunity for Carnell Tate, for um, uh, Jaden Ballard, for some of the other young receivers potentially step up. But it also means, you know, when you're when you're throwing to Marvin Harrison, uh, it's a lot easier to throw to Marvin Harrison than it is to the average bear. So uh, we'll see uh, we'll see how that impacts Kyle McCord's numbers one way or the other. It does feel like. If he has a big day, if he has a huge day, that feels like that might be much more meaningful in terms of what might happen this fall than if he has a just okay day. You know, if he's at 50% uh, for 130 yards and a touchdown and a pick, I, I think that would impact my view of what happens this fall a lot less than if he has an absolutely huge day and really blows up and, and has a, an incredible performance. No, I, I... I definitely agree. I mean, and it's going to be one of those things that I think everybody's going to come out of the spring game with the things that they want to focus on. But I think universally everybody's going to focus on what those quarterback numbers look like. And rightly or wrongly, people are going to forget that Devin Brown did not participate in it and that this is going to be some sort of like permanent – it's going to go on his permanent record. This is going to go on Kyle McCord's permanent record, whatever his numbers are. You know, take a breath. You know, kind of enjoy the whole event. There will be plenty of time for us to go over every little bit of the minutia, every every high point, every low point, hopefully more high points than low points here on this channel, as well as this website that I've heard of. What is it? Oh, Buckeye Huddle. Why, Tom, why don't you tell them about Buckeye Huddle? Well, okay, Buckeye Huddle is a website that uh, covers Ohio State athletics. Uh, you will have folks such as Kevin Noon and Tony Gerderman and myself covering the team. You've got Mark uh, Givler and Alex Gleitman covering recruiting. we got a whole mess of X's and O's gurus covering schematic stuff, making you a smarter football fan. Ross Fulton and Justin Whitlatch and Devin Radcliffe and Mikey Pettit, all sorts of guys talking about all sorts of really smart football stuff, answering questions. Got a whole thread just on X's and O's on the board, just answering your questions. You want to know the difference between, you know, what's the difference between a Mike linebacker and a Will linebacker? Okay, we, we can talk about it. What's, what's the difference between a uh, cover four and a cover two? Okay, we can talk about it. Like, we will... Those guys are there to make you smarter. They're there to make us smarter. Uh, and uh, you can find them all at BuckeyeHuddle.com. 
Uh, also, make sure you find us on YouTube this weekend. We're going to have plenty of coverage around the spring game uh, at youtube.com slash Buckeye Huddle. So if you are watching on YouTube, make sure you hit that bell, subscribe to that channel, get notified every time we get we post a new video, every time we go live. And uh, if you're listening to this as a podcast, well, hop on your computer or hop on your phone and go to youtube.com slash Buckeye Huddle. Subscribe right now. Also, you're going to want to check out the youtube.com slash CFB Playbook channel. Got, uh, that's our college football playbook channel. We are going to be doing a bunch of schematic stuff there, kind of, again, making you a little bit of a smarter football fan, probably some breakdowns of the spring game, all that kind of stuff. Let, have, the, uh, have the smart folks tell you, uh, you can cheat off the smart kids' papers. Let, the, uh, let Ross and uh, Justin and Devin and Mickey tell you all about what they've learned, and, you know, what their big takeaways from the spring game were. So make sure you're subscribed to all those folks, all those places. Uh, subscribe to, you, uh, to Buckeye Huddle. And uh, I think, Kevin, that will do it, but should be a fantastic week in Columbus. There's going to be a whole bunch of recruiting stuff. We didn't even talk about recruiting stuff today. It's going to be a very busy recruiting weekend as well. So make sure you are at Buckeye Huddle for all of that stuff. Thank you guys all for joining us. Have a great day. We'll talk to you tomorrow.